Ladies and gentlemen, welcome to this edition of the Williamsville Wire podcast. We're back from that little summer break we did. Well, it was more a break from podcasting. We still came out with videos. We had a good time. We uh, really tried to connect with our athletes this summer. But if you guys are listening on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, or you're listening to the audio version on the Williamsville Wire website, get off that audio version, head over, check out the video that we posted because, folks, we are recording here. It's a beautiful night. We're at the brand new Paul Jenkins Field. Boys, how are you doing tonight? I'm doing phenomenal. Uh, uh, it's it's a nice night. Uh, weather's great, and field looks really good. Lights are on, so I got anything. Yeah, um, it's beautiful. I got the privilege to practice on this on Monday, or not Monday, Saturday, Saturday, Saturday. and it was raining, but it was still great. And there was a lot of nervous people because they didn't want to mess up the field, but it's beautiful. Um, it's gonna be fun. Week two. It drains pretty versus well, Riverton. So. It does drain well. It yeah. was the turf was barely even very wet. Um, it's beautiful. The lights are beautiful. It's a beautiful night. People are out here playing catch, walking the track. It's just it's it's a good environment around here yeah, in Williamsville. Yeah, I mean it. It's it's amazing, really, because like. When you think about it, a month ago, what what's sitting behind us? You know, this top of the press box area wasn't finished. It was, it was kind of like a mat that you know you could walk on, but you really shouldn't. Uh, felt felt like you were kind of going to fall through the ceiling of this beautiful press box that is uh, currently sitting under us. And uh, where the field is was total rock. Yeah, I mean, it, it was rock for about three months so it's wild to see how far that's come you know paul jenkins field stitched for about 20 yards it's beautiful um you know big logo in the middle big logo in the middle and it offers multiple sports Uh, soccer we'll be able to use it which i think they'll have a really good team this year soccer team's gonna be solid this fall this spring i i mean i i think i think athletics across the board this year it's it's gonna be something special in williamsville and we've got some special facilities to do it in but uh, let's let's take some time, you know, kind of talk about how far this podcast has come. You know, for those of you who are watching, um, we have ditched uh, the microphones that we used to use. We are now using some uh, lavalier microphones that we'll be using for you know uh, the pregame shows uh, come this year. We use them to mic up our players. So uh, you know they're 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 great microphones. Uh, the other microphones we had, you know, they, they kind of kicked out on us. So moving to the top of the Williamsville Wire budget is a brand new microphone system. So I'm going to go out and uh, look at those. And uh, you guys are more than welcome to join me because, you know, it's it's all of our podcast. Uh, we're we're going to be working hard uh, this year to uh, bring full coverage of our athletes. But, uh, you go, know, I, go I, buy I, the Paul Jenkins T-shirts. Get, yeah, go, go buy the. Definitely I, go buy the Paul. Jenkins. Those are nice. They're nice the, T-shirts. The, they're good-looking T-shirts. You know, uh, Mr. Casson and I, we we really worked hard on them. You know, we we wanted something that we felt would uh, honor the guy that brought football to Williamsville, the guy whose name is a uh, stitched for 20 yards on the field. Um, and you know, I think uh, Mr. Casson did a great job of drawing up that little uh, logo for yeah. him and uh. You know, we, we just wanted to honor him. You know, if you do order them now, you're not going to get them by that September 2nd opening night, but uh, we will get them to you as soon as possible, and we will have a table at the home opener on September 2nd against Riverton uh, where, where you can also fill out pre-orders, um, you know, if if you do choose to do that. But uh, back, back to where I was going. Uh, you know, Kyle, me and you, we filmed the opening episode. We, we, we called it Season 3. Yep. 
and it was right after you know Porta had their COVID uh, issues and yep. they, had the, they, they had to go play Union Grove and uh, it, the, the microphone system didn't work that night and uh, we, we didn't have this beautiful uh, lavalier system to fall back on that evening so me and Kyle were literally passing one microphone back and forth that entire episode and the episode never aired uh, it never came out. We never posted it. We just came back the next week. I know. It, it would have been a bad <laughs> yeah, episode. Horrible. I mean... Horrible. There, I was there for like 30 minutes. Yeah, he was there for 30... There, there was a lot of screaming from me in yeah. that 30 minutes. It wasn't a good I scenario. Was, I needed to do my history notes. It was rough. I needed, yeah. it, it was rough, but... I mean, we've we've come a long way, you know. I, I like to say that we, we really built a following. You know, we got people bought bought into what the Williamsville Wire is, what the Williamsville Wire can be in the future. And now we're, we're standing up on this press box overlooking this beautiful field. You know, Kyle, if that night I told you, all right, just settle down. In about five months, we're going to have our own website. In about five months, we're going to start posting highlight videos, you know. We're, we're going to start miking up players. We're going to start building a connections. Our our uh, sales for our first shirt orders are going to do great. We're going to be able, we're going to bring in some money. And then, you know, uh, down the line, we're, we're going to be able to, uh, we're, we're going to be able to expand our coverage, you know, reach out to each of the Sangmo coaches, get a football helmet from them uh, that, that we can display throughout the course of the season. What would you have said to me that night? I, I don't think I would have believed you, honestly, because... That night went the opposite of what it was supposed to do. Like, everything went wrong. And it was poorly filmed. It was, we, yeah, it was not good. And our second episode was better than that one. Our third episode was better than the second one. Just got better and better and better every episode. And it's turned into this. It's turned into a beautiful night in in, uh, August. Us on this beautiful press box. Um, overlooking this beautiful field and us having an actual following and us, us, you know, knowing what we're doing now and just having fun with it at this point. It's just, it's fun. Yeah, I mean, I probably would have believed you because Seth's a worker. Um, I can't take much credit, so I don't understand. I, can I. I, Seth, I, I can't Seth take much credit. All. Seth does it all, and he's done a phenomenal job. That's all I can really say, and I, w- I would completely believe it. And I, we're here, so it obviously worked out. Thank you guys, and uh, I, I want to thank you guys, you know, uh, you, you kept me pushing through. There, there were some nights that, you know, I didn't really feel like editing that audio, or, you know, there's other things that I could do here and other things that I could do here, but, uh, you know, just, just thinking about what it could be and uh, you guys coming in, helping me out, really, really helped me, uh, r- really motivated me. Yeah, I'm going to uh, I'm gonna try and do more be. this year for you. I know you do a lot, so I yeah. know Kyle can probably say the same. I obviously, yeah. football, he plays football, he's got that every day, so. We'll try and work around it, but try. We'll try and help you out as much as we can, and I'm sure you'll do just as good as last year, and you'll do much better, I'm sure. And uh, we we also wanted to take this time to thank uh, you guys at a home listening to this. Wouldn't be possible without you. Uh, you know, when when I first released that uh, merchandise sale at the uh, during the winter of last year, I was like, you know, maybe a couple people will come in buy a shirt, but you guys gave us some great support, and uh, you know. We, we want to make this a listener's podcast. That's why we put that contact form on the website. So if there's anything that you guys want to see, go fill out that contact form, send it in to us, and you know we're, we're going to try to add that to the podcast as this goes on because we certainly want to see you guys uh, come back 
and listen to more. And it's also, I think, it's not really just a podcast, you know. It's more of a... It's more of like a... It's a social media thing. It's it's a gathering thing. We do a lot of things with players. And our players talk about it, you know. We, we do a lot with stats and just connect people with the players in the game. And I think that's really the best part about this entire thing. Not, I mean, I love the podcast, but that's, in my opinion, kind of just like we gather for the podcast and then that's like the secondary and that's a good yeah. thing. Yeah, we, we gather for the podcast. Podcast is where we kind of meet and yeah, decide what exactly. we're going to do that week. And then, you know, yeah. we head out and we, we, we really get moving on things. But we're, we're going to start to get moving uh, into this episode. So I think we got to start with yep. one of the only teams that we've actually seen, you know, take their uh, course and and that's that's boys golf and they've impressed this year you know they head to that taylorville invite um they're they're one of the smaller schools there you know uh they they actually win that taylorville invite with a 313 total will seaman places second shooting 72 that's par and then cole brewer places third with 74 two over two over uh, gr- a really great good. night on the golf course. I've never shot two over. I've shot two over on a single hole before, but yeah, I've, I've never absolutely. like finished two over. And you know, Will, Will Seaman's just amazing on that course, and he really works at it. You, you know, you you see those guys out at the rail oh gosh, every single day. Every, every time I'm there, I see them. It seems like every time I go to the rail, there's Will Seaman or Colby or, or both, or multiple other people from the varsity team are yeah, there. I see Carson the out range, there a lot, hit, hitting, playing nine holes. They work hard. Then, you know, uh, you, you watch them take their home course at the rail where they beat Olympia, North Mac, and Mount Pulaski. Then the team shoots 12 under at Lincoln Elks. They're the top 1A school and fifth overall in a 25-team field. So, guys, it's it's starting to feel like sky's the limit for this oh, golf team. Yeah, of course. We Well, you knew they were going to be good. Oh, yeah. I mean, I mean there's no they returned... What everyone but everybody except but though, Ferris, Ferris, Stunkel, and Stunkel. I mean, those and, are two big those are, pieces. Those are two big pieces. Those are two yeah. big pieces. But they had they had their one and two. They had Will. They had Cole. Um, they have Conklin, Carson Conklin, Trey, a new new Trey. Yeah, we got, they picked joins. up Trey. He's done um, very that's big. well. Leo, I think. of course. Leo Keebler, of Leo's course. Leo's back. That's, He's been sick. So though. we knew we knew they were going to be good. Everyone knew they were going to be good. But I mean, to start the season off with a three thirteen. I think I remember Cole telling me that that was one stroke above the second place team. So they and they're right there. They're yeah. They're they're competing at a high level. Um, last year they were they were like just a couple strokes away from state. Oh yeah. They were right. I, they were, they, I think they were one. Yeah. One they were right away. there for state. If they, I can't. They're, I think they were one. They're just as good this year. Um, Will Will comes out strong. Cole comes out strong. The whole team comes out strong. And to win to win your first two matches, I mean, that's it's that's impressive. Yeah. So I mean, I expect big things out of this team going forward. And uh, I mean, Cole and Will, we get to see them for another year after this. Yeah. So uh, Carson Carson's a great piece as well. He's probably I'd say your leader. I mean, he's got to be. Oh, he's, yeah. he's the yeah. only senior. Oh, yeah. But Will and Cole, I mean, they're like, you know, they're right. They're the staple. Yeah. The, like they're the staple. Leo's. Right there behind him, but he's really good. He's kind of—it's like a glue. It's a team. They play as a team very they well. Really do. 
they play as a team. And, and it's great to see them play as a team in something that, that really is considered kind of an, an individual, individual sport. sport exactly. you know? Yeah, it's a team. It's it's not quite like football or soccer where you're counting on that guy to make that pass or pick up that exactly. block. I exactly. mean, you know, you, you can go out on the course and you can shoot well on your own, but I think I think the yeah, team aspect and, comes in yeah, and maybe you're shooting bad and, and, yeah. and you got that guy that's going to come in and, yeah. and going to pick you Jesse up. Jesse also does a great job. Coaching. Yeah, he's he, – oh, yeah. He, I mean, he has he has great players yeah. to come along, but he's yeah. he's done a great job developing them as players, I mean, especially, you know, yeah. Cole and Leo, they've come Leo, a long way. Leo, Will Leo's, as well, he's definitely Leo's developed. freshman year was his first year ever golfing. Exactly. And now he was varsity last year, and he's one of the staple varsity pieces this year. So, I mean – it is, it's impressive what Jesse's done with this team. Yeah, and this is going to be a state golf team. I can, oh, I can sure. say that. I can see it. Yeah. Definitely I, deep, deep run. They'll be right there. I work with Jesse at the uh, rail, and it's nice to walk in. You know, he's excited. Like he is genuinely excited to go to practice every day and work with these guys, and he he's just fired up for uh, you know what this team can do, and and it's it's awesome yeah. to see uh, that kind of excitement, and you know. He, he talks so highly of the guys that uh, came before him, the coaches that came before him, you know, kind of kind of uh, built built the program up. And, you know, uh, it's it's awesome to see him, you know, take the program and lead it. And, you know, th these guys are really impressive, and I'm really excited to see what they can do the rest of the year. But uh, I, I think that's going to do it for our uh, talk of boys golf. And guys, we're, we're about to do... This is the first time ever that I'm going to say this. It's, it's time for a quick word from our sponsors. Take some time to visit our sponsor who has been a family-owned and operated locally business for over 70 years. They're proud supporters of Williamsville Athletics and the Williamsville Wire. Just some great guys over there. So take some time, head over to 2 Carter Lane, Sherman, Illinois, to pick up all your lumber needs from Carter Bros Lumber Company. We thank you for your support. You know, Two we're great businesses. We're, we're excited to uh, be working with them this year. You know, I've I've talked to Jeff Carter a lot, and and I'm 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 fired up for what he is going to bring to us. He he does he does he he really helps out the community, and we're we're happy to have him on board. He was able to get us an audio mixer and some headsets. The headsets will be used more. Uh, in the spring when we do our live wire broadcast stuff. So definitely excited to see what we're going to do with them. But uh, we, we wanted to thank Carter Bros Lumber uh, for their continued support. All right. Now it's time to head into the volleyball preview for the year. You know, last year, Courtney Beard's first season. I mean, yeah. they kind of they kind of got off to a slow start, but you know they picked it up, they and they earned a trip to the regional championship, yeah. and you know that's that's impressive. Um, I think you saw a lot come out of that team. A lot of young uh, players stepped up, juniors, uh, sophomores, freshmen. They they did stepped they, up did, with the help of the. Did seniors. they get defeated by Moroa? Yes. Yeah, I, they they did. Uh, they they not, fought. They fought they hard. Fought, but it, it was amazing to see them, you know. They, they beat Athens in that regional semifinal. And, you know, I think all three of us knew that that was going to be a great game and one that, poss that that we could possibly win. But, you know, I, I'm not sure I'm not sure how many people outside of Williamsville, you know, really yeah. thought that the Williamsville Lady Bullets were going to go in. Uh, I, I believe that was hosted at Moreau and, you know, they were gonna. They were gonna be able to beat the war, Warriors, and then you know they they fight the Trojans hard in that regional championship. So, I mean, I think this could be a great season.
for this volleyball team, you know. It'll be a comeback season they're, for sure. I they're mean, young. They're returning they're young so many team. players. Yeah, they return they have, Brooklyn Holdner, yeah. Claire Larkin, Brittany Walters, Nora Boggs, um, Hope Keenan. Hope Keenan's in there, and Riley Holiday. That, those are just some of the notes mm-hmm. that I uh, have down. You know, Hope Keenan, she steps into that libero spot. She fills that role. That, uh, yeah, that was a role that needed to be filled. Yeah. And uh, Aubrey, Aubrey Bova did great last year, but, you know, she, she graduated. She can't come back. So it's it's good to see Hope Keenan, you know, step in there. And I think she's fully capable of, you know, of taking course. that over. And I, I think it could be an impressive year. So uh, let's, let's take some time uh, to – Take a look at the uh, Sangamo record from last year. They go seven and two in the Sangamo, so they finish third in the conference. Uh, yeah. You know, Pleasant Plains. They make that trip to state last year, but I, I, I'm gonna make this uh, prediction right now. I think that this Williamsville Lady Bullet volleyball team can compete with anyone in the Sangamo, and you know, I, I think that um, if if they play well, which I expect them to. And, you know, with those home games, I think if our student body can come out, really support them, I think that by the end of this season, the Williams and Lady Bullets could be at the top of the Sangamo Conference. Yeah. Um, That's not out of the picture at all. No, I don't, I don't think it's out of the picture solid. at all. This, this, They're definitely going to be right there in the top I mean, 7-2 and two last no year. And they'll probably pick up yeah. – at least uh, they'll pick up additional – out of they, conference they had games. some tough losses last year, but to go seven and two in the Sangamo, that's really impressive. Mm-hmm. And and you know, I I think one thing that you're always going to see with the Williamsville teams across any sport is that you know, those out of conference games, they're not fluff games. They're going to go. They're going to get the Bloomington Central Catholics, no. the Saint Teresa's, the SHGs. They're going to go see all those good teams because as we saw, yeah. you know, it prepares them for uh, the postseason, and it, I, I think that those games help them get to that regional championship. Uh, but let's take some time. We're going to take a look at the first three games of this season. On Monday, they open their season at home against South County. Then they travel to Bloomington to take on Bloomington Central Catholic on Tuesday, and then they're back at home on Thursday Saint to Teresa. take on St. Teresa. Yeah. I mean, so, you know... you got. Uh, you know, those are some solid-looking games. BCC and St. Teresa, definitely two solid teams that they're going to see. One on the road, one at home. Uh, last season, you know, Bloomington Central Catholic, that's the uh, first game that uh, Courtney Beard takes the floor as a head coach in. So so it would be nice for them to travel to BCC, mm-hmm. get that win, you know. I think that's a statement win that, early yeah, in the season. That's a big one. I mean, uh-huh. BCC's a private school. I mean, they're – they're they, competitive in yeah, every sport. Yeah, I mean, we play them almost every year. They're competitive, really yeah. competitive, and that's a big. That's a big one. That's a big. That's a game to circle on your schedule. That's a yeah. big one to start your season, and that's a that's a big game that that. Uh, and then win against South win. County first off. That's your first business. I'm sure that's what they're yeah, focused for, on. First business is South County. Of course. Yeah, yeah of yeah. course. And and we're we're not trying to take anything away from South County, Absolutely. but you know. Uh, you still got to go out. You still got to play. You still got to get that win. Start your season off one and zero, but moving to two and zero and taking down BCC is at BCC would be a yeah. huge statement win. Is and then we're at St. Teresa. Is that South County game like tomorrow? Monday? Yeah, that's tomorrow. Wow. Monday. So they okay. start their season tomorrow. Uh, sadly, I will not be able to be there. I got to go into work, um, but. But you know, I, I'm I'm rooting for him. I'll be checking Twitter for the updates. So uh, definitely an exciting season. Um, I think, I I definitely think, as I said, I think they've got the pieces this season. I think that it could be a really 
great I mean, they season. have some seniors, but, I mean, they're pretty young still, so. And, you know, Brooklyn Holner, she's been seeing the floor since her freshman, freshman year, so yeah. she, she's definitely going to be a leader on this team, and I would we're, we're excited to uh, see what she can do. Um, guys, any other final thoughts on this volleyball season, their first three games? I I get off to a good start. I think that's pretty much the key in these games. 3 0 is big. 3-0 would be big. And now, you know, we take the turn for another word from one of our sponsors. Uh, we're going to take this time to recognize our sponsor, Fire and Ale. Whether you're in the mood for a burger, a calzone, a horseshoe, or mac and cheese, Fire and Ale has you covered. Take some time to go to a great environment and eat some great food. We're excited to have them on this year as one of our sponsors. So take some time to support The Wire by dining at Fire and Ale sometime this week at 135 Illini Boulevard in Sherman, Illinois. Now we take the turn to preview soccer. Soccer team last year, they also make it to the regional championship. Uh, they take the Sangamo, that's the first year there's been a Sangamo Conference for soccer. Really? really? Yeah, first year what? of the Sangamo Conference for soccer, they win it. And, Last uh, year was the first. Oh, I know that I, at all. Yeah. That's the first time hearing of that. Yeah. And, and you know, so I, I believe it was the first year. I, first I think year. That, that I think they had six. Recently. They had six teams. Okay. In the Sangamo Conference, okay. so it qualified them as a conference. They win the conference, and I don't think you can talk about this team success without Cameron Fry. Without Cameron Fry, yeah. who they returned this year. Yeah. The yeah. single season goals uh, record holder, yeah. the career goals record holder. He's back. He's ready to roll. I'm sure there'll be other records. Probably, probably the one of the top players, soccer players in Williamsville history. Definitely. Yeah. Definitely. Yeah. I'd definitely. say definitely. Probably yeah. the best. I think he's going to well, be one. He, I think he's going to look like one of the best yeah. players in the area yeah. across CSA no, and Sangamo Conference play. Really You'll probably see Cameron on the podcast at some oh, he'll point. He will. Yeah. So. Yep. He'll be here. We, we had him on he as a guest picker. Uh, we've had him on as a guest before. Um, just, just a really good guy. We love having him on the podcast. Oh. Really good soccer player, and you know they get to take this turf on Thursday, which we'll talk about uh, so they, shortly. First game on the turf. First game on the turf. First any game on the goes turf. to the soccer team on Thursday when they play Rochester. Um, but let's let's take some time to dive into this lineup. Cam Fry, Jacob Park, they return. You know, uh, Jacob Park leads the team in assists last year. Cam Fry leads the team in goals, so those two, they're going to be working together. And then, you know, I don't think you can talk about this Williamsville soccer team without the man in the net, Mr. Colton Mazier. You know, he had a great season last year. Not much got past him. And, you know, even talking to Cam, like, he recognized it. It's really easy for him to go out and do what he does and put up the goals when he knows that uh, Colton Mazier is going to be in that net and he's going to be locking things down for this soccer team. Yeah, the defense can be they can be more loose because they know even if something gets to the net, I mean, they've got a good goalie in there that, that can pick them up. So defense doesn't have to be as tense. They can be loose, play, have fun, and just rely on rely on their goalie. And, uh, you know, Gavin Stoll, he's back there on the defensive side, another senior that just, uh, you know, came to my mind um, – you know, th- this is a senior. A, I believe team. he's a key defender. Uh, he is a key defender. So. He's. Oh, this is, it's a, it's senior led for sure. But there's there's good underclassmen and juniors. And yeah, the sophomores gonna be, gonna have some good players. I predict another Sangamo championship. I I predict that as well. And I think one thing one thing that I'd love to see from this soccer team. I I think they're going to be a great team. But but one thing that you know, 
a great team does is they always improve on something. I I love all that Cam Fry's done. I love his ability on the field, but yep. I'd love to see you know some other people get involved in the goal scoring because you know. In that regional championship we, against yeah, Beardstown, you know, we talked yeah. about this last year, but Beardstown, they just kind of keyed in on yeah. Cam. And, uh, yeah. It's going to happen all year. And, you know, you got three guys on Cam Fry, and you can't get him the ball. And, um, yeah. I, I you know, it, it starts to fall on other people, and I think this team can do that. I think we're going to see a lot of people step up. Uh, they, they lose Will Buttinger. Will Buttinger was uh, yeah, a, a goal scorer big. for yeah, them last year behind uh, Cam Fry. Maybe Park steps up. He's... Uh, could definitely be a leader. Yeah, Park Park's gonna step up, and uh, you know, but but I think that this team, they could really get things rolling. So I, I'm excited to see them take the field this year. I'm excited to see them play on that turf, as well. You know, this turf. You know, you look at it. It doesn't just go for the football team. It goes for the soccer team, the baseball team, the softball team. You know, it's. It's got a little something for everyone, so definitely excited to see yeah. the soccer team take that field. And they will still use the uh, grass field that, you know, it, it kind of feels like a staple of the uh, Williamsville soccer program. Um, it, it has, it has. So let's take a look at the first three games for Williamsville soccer this year. They open their season tomorrow at Lincoln, uh, that being Monday. So... Just I, I was at their practice the other day, mic'd up Cam Fry. That video is going to come out shortly. Um, but Coach Davidson talks about how they have not beat Lincoln in four years. four years. So last year, you know, Lincoln comes here, they shut out the bullets. So it's it's got to be a little bit of a revenge game on Cam Fry's mind and the rest of that squad's mind as they head into Lincoln. And that was a junior-led team, that Lincoln team. Uh, last year, so I, I think I think that this is definitely going to be a great game. I I think that if the Bullets win that, it, it sets them up. Of course, yeah. it sets them up for the rest of the season. I think I looked today. I believe that last year's Lincoln Lincoln's record last year was twenty two and three. So twenty two and three, solid great team. First great first game. You yeah. know they're they're gonna see some competition because on Monday they play Lincoln. And then, you know, then on Thursday, they're at home at Paul Jenkins Field on the turf. They take on a CSA opponent, uh, Rochester. And Rochester beat them last year. That Rochester team last year was led by 11 seniors, though. So, you know, um, I, I'm sure that Rochester does a great job of developing players yeah. just because great coaches develop be great solid, players, yeah, and Rochester sure. definitely yeah. has a great coach. But I think that uh, this, this would be a great time for the Williamsville Bullets to strike, beat someone out of the CSA, you know. And, you know, if... Get revenge. I think it's... these teams. Absolutely. I think it's going to be a dogfight against Lincoln on Monday. But, you know, if they come out of Lincoln with a win and then they come out against Rochester with a win, they're 2-0. and And then they take on Argento Oriana. And, you know, I, I think that this team could wrap up this three-game stretch with a 3-0 and record. Oh, yeah. It'll be really tough. But I, I, it's it's going to be a tough three games. Away, then it is going to be a tough possible. three games for sure, but I think it's definitely possible, especially with uh, Mr. Cam Fry. And company. And company. So that that's going to do it for the soccer preview. We're excited for this soccer season. Um, and now we, we give our final uh, sponsorship ad of the day. And that goes to Law Automotive. 
If you're having any problems with your cars, head on over to our sponsors, Law Automotive at 1817 West Jefferson Street in Springfield, Illinois. Great people, great staff, and hey, they're proud supporters of Williamsville Athletics and the Williamsville Wire. So take some time, head on over to 1817 West Jefferson Street in Springfield, Illinois to get help from our sponsors, Law Automotive, for anything your car needs. All right, folks, now we make the turn to our final segment of the day. It's going to be time for that bullet football preview and that uh, Sangamo Conference preview for the week. Simcoe, just me and you here, uh, kind of like we will be in the booth uh, this, this year calling some bullet football. Very excited about that. So let's take some time. You know, this Williamsville bullet football team, the reigning Sangamo Conference champs, 8-1 record. Only loss is to a Union Grove team out of Wisconsin. Played at a neutral site, you know. If you want to look at something that really opens the eyes of uh, this Williamsville Bullet roster, especially the juniors who had watched that uh, the, that 2019-2020, those two classes go up, you know. It it teaches them that you know you you got to fight for those wins. You got to oh. come to play every day, and uh, th then it really opens the eyes of Jake Seaman. Yeah. You know, you you got to be there. You got to be ready to go. So. Uh, I, I think that that game did so much for this team, and yeah, I, think I think that so. we're going to be able to see it this year. And then another game that helps them last year, that Tolono Unity game, the 3A quarterfinal that they lost. Uh, and the Athens game. That was a tough and one. And the Athens game. So those three games right there, among other games, has, has really prepped this of team course, yeah. to take the brand-new uh, Paul Jenkins Field on September 2nd, but first travel to Petersburg on August 26th to start their season. But, but let's take a look at what this team returns. Well, I mean, I think the biggest thing here is this is the final class that got to see the state championship. They were the freshmen. They were. So, they were the freshmen. Uh, that's something, I guess, like, this is it. Like, I mean, none of them really contributed to a big extent, but they were there. They were. This is kind of symbolic in a way. So, I yeah. mean, maybe, you know. Years later, and, and, and you definitely want to get back there. You want to experience that. This year, it's in Champaign. So not as far um, as a drive. Not as far as a drive, but uh, let's let's take a look at the man they're going to have in the backfield come this season, Mr. Jake Seaman. He comes in last season tossing for 2,340 yards. That's third all time in single season passing for the Williamsville Bullets. Yeah. Tossed 28 touchdowns. That is also third all time in single season uh, quarterback totals for the Williamsville Bullets. 3,160 total yards. That's once again third in single season. And he's first in single season completion. So yeah. you got a guy in the backfield. Yeah. He showed it last year, you know. Of course, he threw some interceptions and all of that, but, you know, he worked all summer. Oh, he really did. Uh, talk, talk to anyone on that team. He showed up every day. Heck, we just saw him running routes yeah, out here uh, for, for about. 45 minutes, you know, while, so. while we were setting everything up and getting and everything going. And I think that, tonight. honestly, the whole, like, I know, it, what did you say, that he was third last year in passing yards? Is that what you said, I think? Third yeah, third, third, third all-time in yeah. passing yards last year. So, I mean, I've heard from people that, you know, he may pass more. I mean, last year he ran quite a bit. He did run quite a he bit. He ran quite a bit. So, I mean, if he passes more. He, and he's able to escape from the pocket. Yeah, so much, no um, play is ever truly dead with him at quarterback, no. which I think is something that you love. No, when I you, mean, just uh, come being out able to, to get out, and bullet, even yeah. if you just have to throw the ball away and not take, you know, 10-yard loss on a sack or something like that, that's always good. And I think prior quarterbacks in the past don't quite have that ability. I know Connor definitely had the power running that he did. And, 
but like prior yep. quarterbacks. Connor had it. You know, we we we've seen some quarterbacks yeah, have it. You know, Josh but, Gentile had it yeah. way way back when. Vignale, he played. Vignali definitely had it. Um, some other guys done it. So, that's some, definitely something good. Yeah. Have, so as I, a quarterback, I, especially I mean, with our scheme that we run. I mean, especially. Mm-hmm. Um, so l- let's take a look at who he has though on that offensive side of the ball returning. Jackson Workman. He's back. He was the second receiver uh, behind Will Kistner, and you know we saw him make some amazing plays. I'm last excited year, for Jackson him. Workman. Honestly, in my opinion, I think he's going to be like. I, I, think, I think he's. Like, I think he could take think, it to I'm the next excited. level. I think I'm uh, most excited year. about Jackson, to be fair. You know, a guy, a guy that we didn't see a lot last year. He was dealing with uh, some back issues, but you know, Ethan's hopefully, back. we we think we think that he's going to be good to go this season. Ethan Hines, he's ready to go. Uh, he had a great play uh, in the purple and gold game. Colvin Fleck comes back to that offensive side of the ball. Um, I like to see him get a little bit more, and I think I think the offense could definitely see Colvin more involved. Yeah, cer- certainly. I, I think that this offense is is going to be very spread out this year. I think between the run, the pass, you know, you got uh, you, you got some great running backs. Uh, you got Sam McCoy also lining out wide some drives. Uh, and then, you know, it, if, if you want to look at the offensive line, uh, a senior who, who really needs to be a leader out there, uh, Jacob Finley. Uh, he's He's a big guy. I mean, I, I think we saw some of that aggression come forward in basketball season last yeah. year a little bit. So I, I think that he could be a very good player for this one. Oh, I, no doubt in my mind he will be. And we have juniors as well, you know. That, oh, well, I think, honestly, on the offensive line, we have two sophomores, Crouch and uh, Corbin, mm-hmm. which they're, those are big guys. They'll play just, you know, just as intense. They did great last year and on JV, and they've been working hard. And, I, I we expected them to start this year and they are so I'm excited for those two. Um, yeah, they're yeah. gonna develop and honestly, at some point in their career, they'll probably some at least one of them may move to the other side of the ball. Verardi, I think, I think I, people were telling me that he could work in on defense. Mm-hmm. So we have a good sophomore class as well. So I don't want to skimp out on the sophomores because oh, yeah. they're good. Of, of course, the sophomores are great, but l- let's take a look. It, what this defense has because as great as this offense is going to be I think this could be one of the special defenses in Williams Old Bullet football history you got Colin Ripper to coming back you got Nolan Bates you got Colin Burge you I mean, got that's King pretty much Ratliff you got Josh Cates you got Gage Knowles you got Sam McCoy yeah. and you know you see Sam McCoy come in at the end of the year he takes on that defensive end you know yeah. a lot of people weren't sure kind of lanky not not the heaviest guy out on the field but he's so John quick Lehman? John Lehman, John he's going to be on the other side of the ball. I think, I'm th- I'm, I think he's going to have a breakout year this I, year. I mean, I, I think that this defense. And, and BJ. I think that this defense could be an issue for teams that they oh. see, you know. And, and I think that these guys have a lot of, the defense has a lot of great work ethic in it. You know, Colin Ripper, to, yeah. he, he's been. The linebackers are. He, our, our linebackers are going to be phenomenal. Great. I mean, this is defense. I mean, our defense didn't lose a ton. I mean, Dustin was yeah. They phenomenal. lose Dustin. Uh, Ryan uh, Wilson was huge yeah, Ryan at corner. Was good. And then back at um, safety was Hunter Moser. So of course yeah, you got to fill those spots. There. But yeah. I think that this but team think, is I definitely think be able, able to, to do, do it. it. Dustin was great, and it's hard to fill his shoes. It's hard to fill Hunter's shoes. It's hard to fill Ryan's shoes. But I think we got guys that'll be able to do it to us, like to the extent that we need it. And this defense, the linebackers are pretty much the same. So that will obviously 
Like, I think our defense will pretty much run what we did last year. It was successful. All right, Simcoe, it is time for us to move into week one of the Sangamo Conference. Let's start with the game that's going to kick off the Sangamo this year. We're going to start off for a Thursday yeah, night Thursday game night. in Pittsfield. Athens has to travel to Pittsfield. Now, uh, look, looking at some of the stuff online, it does seem that the Warriors are favored in this one. But, you know, I think that this could be a good game, and I think it's definitely going to have its moments because, you know, you go back to that Pittsfield team last year. That first quarter, they're tied with the Williamsville Bullets. They play yeah. with them all the way through the first half. And then, you know, I, I think that at the end, you know, I, I think we just saw Pittsfield yeah. get, get a little bit tired. But I think, I, I think that these Pittsfield pretty good last year. So, I mean, I think Pittsfield probably was better at the end of the year. Oh, I think, I think the, Pittsfield definitely grew. So, I mean, I mean, if they do the exact same thing, then they may lose this game. But I think they'll grow throughout the season. This game was definitely a tough one. Athens is, you know, a really good team, but... Mm -hmm. you know, they I, have a tough task. Athens, I mean, this you got to prepare for a game like this. You know, you got to show what you're made of. So, I, I, I have a win. I have a lot of respect for what Coach Ferguson has been able to do at Pittsfield, and of course, what Coach Knox has been able to do at Athens. I think that this is going to be a a good game. I think it's going to show what both teams what they need to work on going forward in the year. You know, and and you know, I I think that Pittsfield is going to be able to shock some people. Yeah, uh, come, I agree. Come this season. I agree. So, uh, you know, now we take the turn to New Berlin at Auburn. I think this is one of the... I think uh, this is probably the game of the week. I, I, think, I think that this is going to be the closest game yeah, of the I, week I so. in the same Unless mode. something surprises us, which uh, Riverton and Olympia will probably be. Riverton really and Olympia is going to be a great so game. So I think it's a toss-up between those two, but I think Auburn and New Berlin probably have more of a connection. Yeah, I Riverton, think, we haven't seen Olympia yet, so that game could be Olympia kicks their butt and, or Riverton vice versa or it could be extremely close yeah. which is how our models have it yeah, really yeah. close I think it's a Massey, Massey sports ratings uh, giving us a spread this week of uh, four and a half and then the other one yeah. was seven so yep. it was close yep so uh, definitely gonna be in, it, it's gonna be a tight game you know w when I looked at the schedule there are some of those games that you circle this one was definitely this circled definitely. for me I think that this is a big game I think uh, you know I think Auburn's going to be better than they were last year, this I, I year, second so. year of their uh, new head coach. I think so. They think they will be. And uh, th then I think, you know, New Berlin, I think uh, you're going to see Kevin Howell be a big, big leader for them this year, senior uh, for them this season. Um, but I th it, it is in Auburn. And, uh, you know, in those yeah, rivalry right. games, especially Auburn and New Berlin, yeah. we, we've seen those teams fight it out for, for – years now you know I, I remember it becoming a really big game in like 2013 2014 yeah, 2015 it'll be close i think yeah yeah but i i think i think only a I'll touchdown I, I honestly think only a, a touchdown yeah, a separates score. these two teams 10 or less um, i'll go 10 or 10 less, or less it'll be close. you know i i think so then we take a turn over to moroa at pleasant plains you know moroa the number two team in the conference last year um you know plains plains had a rough season last year you know uh, you, you take a look at those numbers. Uh, not not the season that they wanted to have. I think that creates hunger within uh, their team. Yeah. Um, but man, that that is one tough way to open up your season against Moreau Forsyth. They yeah. return Caden Mauer in the backfield. He was so impressive last year. He can run. He can pass. He he can do it all back there. Um, yeah. Kind of got. I. 
You know, I think that uh, Coach Hamilton over at Pleasant Plains, I, I, I think he's a I think he's a good coach, but you know, you look at what Josh Joseph has been able to do at Moroa. Yeah. He's he's been there a long time and it's it's cause he's doing things yeah. the right way. It's cause he's he's being he's been able to Moreau's win and he's been able to put out a team. high level team. Always gonna, exactly. He's always gonna make them a solid. Um but but I I, I do think Plains is gonna have a better season than no, they I, had last yeah, year. Yeah, I, I, I think I wouldn't be opposed yeah. to saying that. Mm-hmm. I mean, I, I think they got some their their quarterback, I believe he returns. They got some guys returning out wide, so I think I think that this is going to be a better season for the Pleasant Plains Cardinals. Yeah, I'd say so. Now uh, we're going to round out the episode with the Williamsville prediction. Let's let's take some time. Let's, Olympia Riverton. Let's, let's welcome Olympia. Uh, we welcome Olympia to the Sangamo Conference. We're excited for this new chapter of Sangamo football. So Olympia is going to be the first team, new team, and they're they're going to be the first to play on Riverton's turf. First team to play on so. Riverton's turf. So. I think that this is the best possible environment for Ethan Bates to have yeah. as he takes snaps as uh, Riverton's new starting quarterback. Yep. Zach Hines, he'd been in the backfield since his freshman year, so you know Bates was able to learn behind him. And I think that being on that home turf with Ethan Bates, Ethan Bates being on that home turf, he's going to have that home, uh, home, that ho- those home fans behind yeah. him. Uh-huh. And, and probably there'll be more people than usual. Mm-hmm. You know, that's kind of how. It goes and Riverton, who had an up year last year. I mean, we were. I, I fully expected them. I fully yeah, I mean, expected them to play at that. I mean, that level. was that was Zach's senior year, and he was a really good quarterback. He was. And His senior year was definitely their best year, and I think Riverton's. You know, they got to be like. I mean, I realized the whole head coach situation. The, that, I, that, definitely that, that was a heck of a change, but you know. De- something. I, I actually got the chance. I, I had traveled to one of their practices. I picked up a helmet and I talked to uh, Coach Piper and okay. you, you know he, he welcomes the challenge. Uh, I, I think he's going to do some really good things. He was their yeah. offensive coordinator last year and as we saw in that Athens game, you know that, that Riverton offense. Yeah, they the could, offense. They could put mean, up the points. They're an offensive team. I mean, they have a good, I think I, think, I believe Terrence McIntosh is their running yeah. back, which yeah. I, I think I think he's I mean, he's, he's excited. Strong. He'll be he, he'll be right in there. He'll. I think Riverton will probably be more of a run team. I'm not saying they're going to be like Athens, like wing T or anything like that. But I think they'll they'll be kind of a more run team. I have no clue about Olympia. I can't tell you much. I don't know if you've seen anything. I, uh, I want to say they run double wing, but I I think they're a great addition to the conference. I mean, yeah, we needed a team, and North Mac obviously left of. So I mean, it's not like a wing T. Riverton's obviously they played Athens. There's some other teams that kind of run a wing. I mean, yeah, Porter ran a little. Yeah, I think Porter Port- runs a little Porter, bit of wing. Yeah, probably. I think, yeah, Porter has before. Uh, Athens is the most notable one. So Riverton's obviously played them. Uh, they did give up 80 points. So it was it, it was a high scoring game. So you could make a case that Olympia, if they do run the ball. You know, maybe maybe you would give them the advantage if Riverton's defense doesn't stop the run very well. I mean, I I just think I think that, it'll be close. I, I think that Riverton, I think that Riverton uh, offense, home field advantage oh, okay, is okay. is, and I think Ethan Bates is going to get settled in at quarterback, and I think Terrence McIntosh is going to do a great job running the ball. Yeah. I think Williamsville could see a one and zero Riverton team traveling. I, to Paul Jenkins Field, it'll week be a two. tough. It'll be a it, tough it's game. It's gonna be tough. It's gonna one be of a our close mo- game. Our models are actually conflicting. I think that's only one. One of them has Olympia favor. The other has Riverton favor. Yeah. So, it, but but both of them are decided by less a, than the, a, a touchdown score, or, a score or less. Or less. Yeah. 
It'll be close. I can't tell you a whole lot though about it. It'll be it'll be close though. We've seen Riverton. If Riverton's offense comes out, then they'll probably win. If they struggle, and and if Olympia runs, like he said, if they can run well, then give it to them. Well, Mr. Simcoe, it's a 9.27. I was told these lights are turning off at 9.30, and I really don't want to have to walk down the ladder that's literally a straight drop in the dark. So let's take some time. What do we got on Williamsville at Porta this Friday? Travel on well, out to Petersburg, Williamsville. Well, for these are the games that like you learn, like you want to learn from, but you want to get, I think you also want to mix other guys in there, you yeah. know, like for the players, you know, you get to see the field. So I think that could be yeah. good for some of our younger guys. Um, Porta, Porta was able to field a 70-guy team this year. I, uh, I, I think numbers uh, numbers are up in Porta. Same I think, thing with Pittsfield. Pittsfield's numbers I, are up. Num Pittsfield's numbers are up. Porta's numbers are up. I think Coach McNally at Porta is going to be able to do great things. I think he's going to start to build okay. the program uh, back up. They got a new but, helmet, too. I love their helmet. It it's one of my favorite good. helmets it in the conference. But, uh, but they did struggle with COVID issues. They didn't yeah. really get to see the field much. Yeah. So this, this is going to be a hungry Porta team. The Williamsville Bulls, they got to show up. They got to be ready to play. If you're Williamsville, uh, this is kind of where you just test out your offense and see, like, like Porta. I mean, I'm not saying that Porta's bad. By yeah, they, they got Williamsville has to show up and play. No, you got to show Porta's up Porta's going to be hungry. They're right. going to be ready to run. I think Petersburg, Oakford, Rock Creek, Tallulah, and Atterbury. Sorry. Um, I That's. Well, Nathan Simcoe has down all the towns that co opt to form Porta. And Ashland and Chandler. In Ashland and Chandlerville. But I think that, uh, Mr. Simcoe, it's time for us to wrap this episode yeah. up. Uh, we thank everybody for listening. And we the thank, sponsors. And the sponsors. And we thank all the Sangamo coaches who sent us a helmet to make this possible. Um, we wish every Sangamo conference team luck uh, this season. And, football, uh, volleyball, golf. Football, volleyball, golf, soccer. soccer every sport we we love to see it and there go the lights and we have to walk down the ladder in the dark oh god so oh, the, the, hey this light's still on hey that light's still on the bullet logo is still on we're at a 15 minute episode some of this is getting trimmed we thank you guys for sitting of through course buy it by a, by a uh, old missouri uh, you've made shirt. an old missouri boy proud have a great night everyone